when I leave work after the football after show on NBC Sports Chicago, I walk across the river to the parking garage where my car usually is. And it gives me an opportunity to think about some of the things that I want to say on the podcast. And I just walked back to my car today and the city was so silent. It's just silence. I walked past three Bears fans as they were coming back from wherever it was they were watching the game, and not a word was spoken. These are really difficult quick changes for a fan base to make. It's hard. It's so sudden. It felt like when the Cubs lost. And you're sitting there going, is that it? Like, that's it? There's no more. There's no game tomorrow that they're they're going to play. This is it. And that's how it felt with the the Bears losing to the Eagles in what I thought was a really terrific game. Like a really entertaining, tension-filled game that that came down to a kick. And we'll discuss the kick in a little bit. It just feels so sudden. And then you're just sitting there like, wow. I ran into Joe Bartosh and Ray Diaz. They work on the the Bears. I'm recording at the Score studio, so I go from NBC Sports over to the Score to record House of L occasionally. I thought about going home. I, I honestly thought about getting something to eat, then recording later on tonight or tomorrow morning. And then just being, you know, I don't even know if you're if you're listening to this the night of, if it's if it's worth your time to listen to this the night of. I can imagine that it's hard and and you feel it. You heard me talk about throughout the season when the Bears are good, there's no better place in the world to be than Chicago. And what Chicago is like on Mondays after a big Bears win what Chicago was like after they beat the Rams on Sunday night football, what Chicago was like Monday after they beat the Vikings on Sunday night football, the amount of hope that is poured into the bears throughout a week as you get closer and closer to game week. And then it's just gone. It's just gone. Poof. It's a lot to digest because The season was so great. There were so many great moments throughout this bear season to enjoy. So many surprises. Like that's maybe that's why it's familiar, but it's not familiar. Because you're sitting there and you've been surprised by the bears for most of this season. And then you get a, a terrible surprise the fairy dust of Nick Foles and the the Eagles come into town and they take away a win from the Bears. They take away a return date with the Los Angeles Rams. And if the Bears, let's say the Bears win this game against the Eagles and then they go to L.A., even if they get destroyed, let's say they could be 30-10 to 10 next week in Los Angeles. It doesn't feel as bad as this. They go out there and lose. You go, you know what? 
They're moving in the right direction. They lost to the number two seed. Yeah, the game at Soldier Field was one way, but we knew in 70-degree weather that it was probably going to be a little bit different. Great season. I think it's going to take Bears fans a little while to get to that point after this loss. I think there's some scar tissue that you have to get through before you can really appreciate what was done this past season by the Bears. It's not an easy thing. And the soul-crushing thing about this, in my opinion, is we all felt it. We all knew it. You were grabbing the rosary beads or praying to Allah or whomever. When you saw that the game was coming down to Cody Parkey trying to win it. You had that feeling in your gut. You've had that feeling in your gut since probably October. Maybe some people say August. But you've had that feeling and then it comes to pass. Let me address the the video. The Eagles say they blocked the kick or at least tipped the kick. I've seen the video, the frame-by-frame frame of the kick. I, I don't know if I buy it. I don't know if, one, there was contact made, and I know you're going to send me your Zabruder text and all that stuff. And I also don't know that it was tipped enough to cause the almost impossible task of hitting the crossbar Hitting the upright, then the crossbar, and then not going over. I'm in the studio watching all of this with Alex Brown and Lance Briggs. And Lance had said last week, he goes, if this game comes down to Cody Parkey, I'm going to be on a knee reaching out for someone to hold my hand. And that's exactly what ended up happening. There's a video. It's on my Twitter, at Lawrence W. Holmes. You can check it for yourself. That's exactly what's happening. Even though we all knew that that's what might happen, there's still this disbelief that we were all right. That there should have been no confidence placed in Cody Parkey. I feel bad for Cody Parkey. He's going to have to wear this. He's going to have to wear it. I think that hopefully we have evolved from where we were as a collective fan base in 2003. But that doesn't mean you can't say he didn't do his job. Because he didn't. He didn't do his job. And it cost the Bears. It cost them. Now, there are arguments to be made. The defense had the game right in front of them, fourth and goal. They didn't get it done. But the defense still had you in a game and gave you an opportunity to win. They held the Eagles to 16 points. That should have been enough to win the game. The offense only scored 15 points. An argument can be made. Well, they didn't do enough. But when called upon in the fourth quarter to make a play, Mitchell Trubisky came up big. His fourth quarter passer rating was 133.3. He threw for 115 yards and completed 60% of his passes. He made big plays on big downs down the field when you needed it most. 
You're looking for the fourth quarter drive from the quarterback. You got the fourth quarter drive from the quarterback. 43-yard kick should be in the bag of every kicker in the NFL. And if there is some conclusive proof that says the 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 kick was blocked, okay, but I I haven't seen any that have convinced me that that is the case. But there is no one, and I would imagine if we took an honest roll after a few tequila shots with the people on the Bears roster, they would tell us that their confidence was shaken in Cody Parkey. If you look at the way that Matt Nagy talked about Parkey over the last few weeks, it wasn't the same guy that early on in the season was like, oh, we have supreme confidence. That's a quote. Supreme confidence in Cody Parkey. It's the one thing that Ryan Pace failed to do this season slash offseason. And I know you gave Parkey guarantee $9 million. The thing that really bothers me the most about it is there was no competition for him. Even after games where there should have been competition for him. The caravan of kickers should have made its way to Hallis Hall multiple times this season, and it didn't. And everyone was afraid that it might come down to Parkey, and it came down to Parkey, and he didn't come through. And I feel bad. I feel terrible for him. I feel terrible for the Bears, and I feel terrible for Bears fans. What a horrible way to lose your season, to lose it like that. It's a great line in the Matrix when when they're all starting to die in the Matrix and you have, uh, was it Switch? That goes, not like this, not like this. If the Bears would have gotten their ass kicked, you could go, okay, the Eagles had it today. They had it. And the Bears didn't. But they didn't get their asses kicked. It was right there for them. You were ready to celebrate. And it just didn't happen. It's terribly frustrating and awfully sad. <sighs> so, you know, I'm going to try to move on to some of the positive stuff that came out of this season. I really, really am. But it's a difficult thing to do. Before I do that, I always feel like we should hear people out. So. Cody Parkey didn't talk for long after the game was over, but he was right there waiting for reporters at his locker. So I wanted you to hear what he had to say about the kick, what happened, and what happens next. Did you think you were going to be iced? Uh, I, I don't really think about that. Because yeah. you, you, made, you made your kick there before. Sure, before I, the time I heard now. the whistle. I know it was a practice kick, but yeah, I, I struck a good ball there and... Unfortunately, I mean, I, I can't make this up. I hit the post, what, six times this year, and I hit it twice on that one. How about the, the, the upright and then the crossbar? Like I said, I mean, I, you can't make this up. I mean, I, I feel terrible. Let the team down. Um, that's on me. So I have to own it. I have to be a man. And, you know, it's unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, that's the way it, it went today. Your teammates quickly consoled you. I mean, does that help in that situation? Are we just numb? Or? Of course. I mean, that's the worst, one of the worst feelings in the world to, to let your team down. So I feel terrible. Uh, you know, I'm gonna continue to put things in perspective. Um, continue to just 
put my best foot forward and, and just sleep, sleep at night knowing that I did everything in my power this week to go and make that kick. And for whatever reason, at the crossbar and the upright, and I still couldn't, I still couldn't do it. So, um, yeah, I feel terrible. Cody, as you wrong on the kick mechanically? No, I thought I hit a great ball. Just trying to play the wind. Cody, as you were going out there to, to, to make that kick uh, before the first uh, timeout was called, what was going for your manager? You walked from the sideline out to where you were going to start. Make the field goal. Nothing else? That, that's it? That's it. Were you feeling like you were obviously in a groove getting those three in the first half? You know, that you had it going. Yeah, yeah. Confidence was go confidence was going. Uh, like I said, I mean, there's really no answer to it. I thought I had a good ball, and unfortunately, uh, I just I, I didn't make it. I mean, I feel terrible, and um, I 100% take that loss on me. And it is what it is. But I mean, life's sun's gonna shine tomorrow. Life's gonna go on, and unfortunately, it's gonna sting for a while. Which way was the wind blowing? Left or right? A few more. As the final drive is going, are you? Kind of mentally in your head, calculating. Okay, where am I gonna have to hit this from? That sort of thing. Do you do, you do any of that sort of? Just things? kicking in the net, and then when they send me out for field goal, I go out and try to make it. Cody, you drive home after this. Sure. Who do you talk to? How, how do you handle something like this for you personally? I'll talk to my wife. Uh, she's always there for me, supporting me. Um, my dog, when I get home, he's not gonna care if I made it or missed it. Um, but. Yeah, this is a terrible feeling. I mean, um, I can't hide that. Cody, did you Last one. hear from any of your teammates after that? What did they say to you? Every single one of them said they got my back and, and that they love me and to not let this affect me. Um, of course, uh, it's going to sting for a few days. I mean, just being completely honest, but um, yeah, I just I, I have to move on. Cody, do you think your future's in doubt here? It's not my job to consider that. It's not his job. I appreciate what he had to say, and I, I, as someone who's covered locker rooms, I, I actually really appreciate him being there, understanding that he's going to have to answer really hard questions about this, and it's, it's gonna suck. <laughs> like it's, you have an entire fan base. I, I honestly don't know how Cody Parkey kicks in Chicago again. It would be a great story if he were to kick again and win a huge game. It would be a great story, but I'm not sure how that even happens again. Because the minute that he walks out into the field, he is going to hear a chorus of boos. No matter what, anytime he misses a kick, people will remember what happened tonight. And it will be difficult for them to let any of it go. So there's that. That's depressing. It's it's really like I'm just sitting there going, really? Like this is over? I thought we had at least a couple more, at least one more week. At least one more week of Bears football. That being said, is a really good year. Full of really fun surprises that it's always great, man. I, As someone who's covered the Bears for a really long time, in one shape or the other, I'm not a beat reporter anymore, and there are times when I miss that when I'm not there because, you know, I, I do the show, I do other stuff, so it doesn't really, like a beat reporter's life is very different from what I do. And I, I do miss being around it every day, but 
when the Bears are good, man, there's there's nothing like it. And and I'm not trying to take a shot at, at any of the other teams. It's just that because of the unifying nature of the Bears, because everyone for the most part is a Bears fan no matter what, that there is this civic thing that happens when the Bears are good. Like I, I always laugh when I see, you know, TV people, like TV news people dressed in blue and orange and or you know, they did it for the Blackhawks too and the Cubs, but and you, and you see people getting ready. You saw the ice sculptures all week. You saw people like you see if you're watching local news, the Bears lead the news broadcast. The Bears are getting ready for a big playoff game. It's so great because everyone gets to be a part of it. And now it's just like, poof, Thanos just came right through and just, and it's over. But it was so cool to see, you go back to them drafting Roquan Smith. You see them make the trade for Khalil Mack. And how that just changed everything. That he made a lot of stuff possible. You're sitting there going, what? Khalil Mack is on the Bears? This is great. They're going to kill everybody. And you got a chance to see his impact throughout the season. You got to see Roquan Smith mature into one of the best linebackers in football. I said it. You got to see Akeem Hicks get all of the recognition that he deserved. He deserved a ton of it, and you got to see that happen for him. And I'm really happy for him because he completely deserved it. You got to see Mitch put up crazy numbers in games and make some throws. And even against the Eagles, he made he made some hella throws. A lot to Allen Robinson, but he made a lot of big throws. And I don't know if if he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I don't know that. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm I'm fairly skeptical when it comes to Mitch. But to say he didn't provide some great moments and some moments to make you really sit and evaluate it would be a lie. It would be dishonest to say that that's the case to see what Tariq Cohen has done throughout this season and maybe wonder why he only got four touches in the game against the Eagles, to see the creative genius of one Matt Nagy and also Vic Fangio on defense. All these great things that the Bears did as the season went on, it's, it's, it's important to recognize those things and, and celebrate those things. It's also important that we realize that you're not entitled to anything. If I was doing a podcast on the 2017 Vikings, what would we be talking about? Oh, they were so close. They were in the NFC title game. They're totally going to be back. They're bringing that defense back. If they could just get an upgraded quarterback, where might they be? And then... You don't even make the playoffs. I was talking with Forte about this because he's got some bad feelings about it. 
because early on in his career, he went to the playoffs. And then he didn't go to the playoffs. And he kept chasing it and chasing it and chasing it. You are not entitled to go back to the playoffs just because you had a great season. And that's why when we were talking about Manor, the Bears a little early. And once you get past that and you win a division, you sit there and you say, you got to seize the opportunity that is in front of you. And unfortunately they didn't, but here's hoping that that what happened to Forte throughout his career, other Bears teams, what happened to the Vikings, will not happen to the Bears and that the Bears do seem like they're set up to be a winning team, to be a player in the NFC North division for a very, very long time. But don't let that blind you. You Keep the pressure on because that's what a fan base should do when they think a team is good. But don't let it blind you to what is, is, is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. But it was still fun, still a lot of fun. The podcast was a lot of fun, too. I didn't know whether or not I was going to add a Bears thing to House of L, and I appreciate everyone who listened. I appreciate our sponsor, the Chicago Wolves. They have been great. We're going to have an outing later on in the season. I'm thinking maybe March. We're going to have an outing to go see the Wolves, and if you want to go, you should hit me up because I want to put a list together of like 30 people and go hang out at the Wolves game because they've been great to us. They've been a a phenomenal sponsor, and I want to do something fun with them and bring you to a game and enjoy it the way that I enjoyed it last week. So big thanks to them. Thanks to you for listening to the Bears portion of the podcast. If you were only listening for the Bears stuff, I appreciate it, but I do hope that you take a, take a chance and maybe scroll through some of the interviews and pick someone that you like and listen to, to the interview portion of what we do on House of L. And this week, I'm, I'm really excited to hear to let you hear from the young lady that I'm interviewing. Her name is Jory Perez, and she's a young broadcaster, and I think she's going to be a star. But hearing what it's like for someone who's young and in a different market than where they grew up with, I think is very valuable. So hopefully you'll listen to it when it drops on Wednesday. But I sincerely thank you for listening to this podcast overall. By the time people are done listening to this, we will probably have gone over the 200,000 download mark. And that is significant to me. So your support is welcomed and, and really cherished. So thank you for that. Lick your wounds. Be mad, be upset about everything when it comes to the Bears, and then remember that there was a lot of great things that came out of this Bear season, a lot of moments that you weren't even expecting to be great, and they end up being great. It's hard to see the journey right now because you're in your feelings, as you should be, after a just crushing loss. But it was a really cool season of Bears football. And we as Chicagoans deserved one. We got it. 
and we deserved it. And now let's see what they do. Let's see how Matt Nagy handles all this. See how Ryan Pace handles all this and how the players on that roster handle because there will be some turnover. And I expect that Vic Fangio is going to at least get an opportunity. I hope he does. I think he deserves it too. I hope that NFL front offices aren't ageist and they give a 60-year-old guy who clearly knows his football an opportunity to be a head coach. Because Lord knows there are way worse candidates than Vic Fangio getting opportunities to coach NFL football teams. So hopefully he gets his chance. But understand, if he does get his chance, that changes the Bears significantly. And these are all things that we'll discuss over the next few months. I hope that you find a way to enjoy the playoffs. I'm trying to figure that out myself of, like, who do I end up rooting for now? Uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. But it's still been a really good year. Thanks for listening to the football portion. A new interview will be out Wednesday morning on House of L, and then we'll kick our week, keep our weekly routine on schedule of some of the great interviews coming your way in season, what I'm calling season two of House of L, which started at the beginning of the year. Again, appreciate you. Appreciate you watching NBC Sports Chicago. You listening to my radio show on the score, which will be nightly. From 6 until 10, more frequently now, <laughs> with, with the bear season being over and some other things ending, it'll it'll give us an opportunity to talk a little bit more, which is great. And I, I love that you listen to this podcast. So I'll see you on Wednesday with a new interview episode. I know it's rough, but hang in there. Peace.